G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, if you're an avid reader, you'll be interested in the Australian Christian Book of the Year. Well, last night there was another glittering ceremony to announce the winners of this year's awards. Michael Colley from Sparklit joining us. Hello, Michael. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you. Michael, tell us about last night. Before you announce uh, who the major winner was uh, for the Australian Christian Book of the Year, what sort of a ceremony did you have? Oh, look, it was a great night. For the first time, we managed to showcase our international work. Uh, we work globally with um, Christian publishers, uh, as well as um, running the awards for uh, publishers in Australia. Um, and I think t- last night we had uh, we had two project partners from uh, one from Pakistan and one from Cambodia. Um, and it was uh, it was a great opportunity to uh, uh, for Australian Christian writers and publishers to uh, see their work in a in a global context. So it's a matter of uh, also encouraging international writers uh, to be involved in Christian uh, writing. Well, that's what we do every other day of the year. Uh, yesterday was our, our special, our um, I guess our gift to. Um, uh, Australian writers and publishers, um, and the rest of the time we're working um, globally with uh, emerging Indigenous Christian publishers in difficult places. Now, before we announce who those winners were, Michael, there was a number of different categories. Uh, tell us how the categories work for the Australian Christian Book of the Year. Well, we have um, there is the Australian Christian Book of the Year, and uh, there's also uh, prizes for unpublished manuscripts by uh, young writers. And this year we uh, discovered some. Um, some new talent, um, some very gifted young writers uh, received awards last night for uh, for works which um, are of a publishable standard and so we'll hopefully see them published uh, in due course. Okay, we'll follow through with some of these authors uh, at a later time and some we might have already spoken to, but uh, let's go to the major award that was announced last night, the Australian Christian Book of the Year. Uh, tell us who was in the shortlist and then announce for us the winner, Michael. Well, it was a it was a, a really tough year. There was a short list of nine books, um, but there were other books which um, uh, could easily have been shortlisted in other years. Um, it was a it was a strong year. Um, there were nine books shortlisted, um, including a book by John Dixon, um, Doubters Guide to the Bible, um, a book uh, called uh, Giving Generously by Rod Irvine. Um, there was a book by Michael Bird, The Gospel of the Lord, and um, there were three uh, books by um, by faculty at Ridley College, Melbourne. Um, another book by um, a Ridley College faculty was uh, Jonathan Edwards and the Church by Rhys Bazant and The Suburban Captivity of the Church by Tim Foster. Um, and a book by Anne Winkle, Time Poor, Soul Rich, uh, and What If, Dealing with Doubts by Kirsten Young and the... Ninth book shortlisted was um, The Wisdom of Islam and the Foolishness of Christianity by Richard Schumach. A very strong list. Okay. Now, the actual winner, the Australian Christian Book of the Year, is... 
is Captains of the Soul, a history of Australian Army chaplains okay, by Captains, Michael Gladwin. Captains of the Soul, a history of Australian Army chaplains. This is obviously a very high-quality uh, piece of literature. Uh, describe for us the book and, and what's making it, uh, what, has, what sort of outstanding qualities does it have? Well, the, the Australian Christian Book of the Year um, uh, has to be original and it has to be relevant. Um, and this is a topical book, not so much, not just because it's the anniversary of the Great War, but um, it's a topical book because chaplaincy, as you know, is uh, is controversial and is being um, is, has its critics. Um, but here we have a book that um, uh, is an assessment of the contribution that uh, chaplains have made to uh, to soldiers um, and life and army life. Uh, and um, while Chaplaincy is um, increasingly unfashionable in some uh, spheres. It's uh, the closer people get to battle and to life and death, the more chaplaincy is appreciated. Uh, it's a it's it's a significant um, it's a it's a history of national importance. Um, but it's also the reason I like this book is that it's an insight into the Australian character. Um, it's in passing. It's um, it's it analyzes, um, I guess, the spirituality of the of the Aussie Aussie male. Um, the digger is uh, someone that's a, a stereotypically sort of a blaspheming, um, a rough character. Um, but this this book uh, investigates the what happens, what goes on inside. Uh, wonderful insights into the Australian character. The winner of the Australian Christian Book of the Year is called Captains of the Soul, A History of Australian Army Chaplains by Michael Gladwin. Uh, just quickly, and uh, I'd love to dwell some more on that book, and uh, we'll try and get a hold of Michael Gladwin to uh, have a good insight and chat about that, but uh, the winners of the other categories, Michael... Um, the Young Australian Christian Writer Award was won by Tim Sharp for a, a manuscript called Undying. Um, this is a fiction, this is a, a novel for young adults uh, with a Christian message. Um, I guess you'd call it fantasy or science fiction. Um, it's a very engaging story. Very bold plot, um, which delivers a powerful warning and a, a message of hope. It's a, it's a very engaging piece of writing. Okay, so the Young Writer Award, Tim Sharp, for a manuscript called Undying. Were there other awards announced on the night? Uh, there was. Um, we withheld the Teen Writer Award this year um, because um, we didn't think we received an entry of um, uh, sufficient quality. Um, so there's a challenge for our young writers. Um, but there were other... Um, there were actually three prizes given out in the Young Australian Christian Writer Award for writers under 30. So the second prize was um, given to Trudy Adams um, for a manuscript, The Sunshine List. Now, she's a, pre she's a previously published author, um, and her manuscript won second prize. And there was a third prize given to uh, um, two young mothers, Sarah Bacola and uh, Rebecca Nisbet, um, for a series of devotions for... Um, for nursing mothers, it's a it's a lovely piece of writing. 
Well, that's great to hear those other awards that were announced last night. Coming back to the major award, the Australian Christian Book of the Year, uh, I always ask you this every year, Michael, about the quality of Australian writing. And uh, looking through that shortlist, I can see that there are quality authors who are contributing. Uh, What are your thoughts on the overall quality of Australian Christian writing? Well, Australia is still a very difficult place to publish Christian books. And um, the... Uh, this year, um, the award drew some very strong entries, uh, but it's perhaps the industry is not in as good shape as um, this might indicate. Um, so there's, um, it's we need you know this local industry needs all the encouragement it can get. Um, I'm certainly not one to advocate buying Australian for the sake of buying Australian. However. I am uh, urging your listeners to heed the prophetic voices that God has placed in our midst. And there's writing here um, and there's a message here that we we need to hear. If we don't heed it, um, uh, we we ignore it at our peril. Um, So, for instance, there's uh, one of the shortlisted books that affected me particularly was The Suburban Captivity of the Church. Um, And the message of that book is that the gospel fulfills human, human aspirations However, at the same time, it demolishes idols of personal safety, privacy, and comfort, and that's, um, that's uh, I think, some, um, a message we need to take to heart, that um, Jesus, um, following Jesus is not comfortable, um, yet somehow we've made it comfortable, and I think uh, that's dangerous. Um, comfort kills, and um, uh, this book's an invitation to rediscover the countercultural nature of the gospel. Okay, I can hear you saying there are important contributions that are coming from Australian writers because they are the ones that have the direct insights into uh, our Australian character. And uh, so uh, I'll encourage our listeners to keep an eye out for those. And I'll point them to your website, Michael, sparklit.org. That's S-P-A-R-K-L-I-T dot org, where you'll be able to see an outline of those winners of the Australian Christian Book of the Year. And Michael Colley, always good getting a, a catch up on these things and talking about Australian literature. Thank you so much for being with us again today on 2020. No, thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.